Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning into my podcast, Keeping It Real with Caramel, as we say 100. Yes, yes, it's your girl again. I have a very special guest. He's from New York, and his name is Ryan Lane. What's going on? What's going on? Yeah, yeah, what's up, what's up, how you doing? <laughs> good, good. Like, thank you, what I want to say is thank you for having this time with me, because I know you're a very busy man, you know, and you got a lot of things going on, so thank yeah, you. Awesome. No problem, I'm happy to be here, I'm definitely happy to be talking to you right now. Awesome. So, you have, like, you're a singer, a songwriter, a dancer, so to have all that going on, how do you manage to touch each one of those? Honestly, like, um, how do I manage to touch each, each one? Honestly, I've just been making a lot more time, especially now. I just do everything with more, like, intention, especially during the pandemic and leading up until now. Like, I just learned so much about myself and the things I really want to do within this time. So, you know how they say, like, you make time for the things you want, you know, mm-hmm. in, 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 in every way possible. You know, each of those things bring me joy. You know what I'm saying? Teaching, dancing, making music, um, singing music, teaching kids, you know, making clothes and being creative. All of those things, like, make me happy. So I definitely make time for it any way possible. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yeah. You know how some people say, like, have you ever heard of when people was like, you doing so many things, different things, they'd be, they'd be like, you just have to choose one career in your life. Because, you know, in, in the world today, people are, they have that one career that they want to choose to do. But since you are a serial entrepreneur and you do multiple things, have people ever come to you and say, like, I want you to stick to one thing and do that make a craft of that, and then go to the next thing. Have anyone said that to you? Oh, man, I actually just had this conversation the other day. Um, I used to hear it back in the day for sure. Like, you're doing too much. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you have a retail job, but you're an artist, and then you're doing this and you're doing that. And for a while, I used to allow people to, like, get in my head and make me think, like, yo, I can only do one thing. And when I was a kid, um, back in elementary school, my teacher told me, like, God gave you all of these talents, and if you don't use them, he's going to take them away from you. And it's one of those things where, like, growing up, when she told me that, I was like, cool, I'm going to just do all the things, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If, I could, if I could draw, if I could dance, if I could write, I'm going to do everything. And it wasn't until I got a little older and people start, you know, to get in my head about, no, you should just do one thing. Now, yeah. I'm like, F that. I'm doing everything. <laughs> I'm doing every single thing. Like, look, the world is coming to an end. I'm putting my hand on everything I can possible. And even as of recently, um, Tiana Taylor, she's really been like a huge inspiration because Tiana Taylor does so much. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She's a singer. She's a song writer, she's a designer, she's a mom, she's an actress, now also doing creative directing for other artists, which I've been doing as well, but I stopped because people told me like, oh no, you can't do both, you can't do everything. So at this point in the game, I ain't gonna lie to you, I'm doing everything possible. Like, why not? Exactly, why not? I, I agree, Ryan, like, why not? Because no no one says that you're entitled to do one thing on this earth, right? Like, you, yeah. you're entitled 
entitled to do whatever you want to make you feel happy and make you feel like, hey, I got to go for it. I'm doing whatever I want. You only live once. So yeah. when you're dead, then what you going to do? Nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, come on. Absolutely. Like, I tell my students all the time, like, you know, a few of them are like, well, I don't want to be a dancer, Mr. Cool. I want to be a doctor. I want to be a lawyer. And I tell them all the time, it's okay to do more than one thing. It's okay to be a football player who mm-hmm. plays guitar. You know what I'm saying? It's okay to be a doctor that's a comedian on the side. Mm-hmm. Or, like, it was like, you know, it's okay to do more than one thing. Like, you just don't have to put yourself in a box and say, you know what, I'm just going to be a nurse my entire life. You could be a nurse who have the voice of an angel who plays piano and, like, still draws and paints and do all of these things. Like, it's creativity, it's art. We all have it in us. I just feel like we all, at times, we stifle it, and we don't have to. Exactly. I, I, I totally believe because I do multiple things, you know. I don't sit here and say, hey, I'm just going to do one thing. I'm just going to work here and that's it for me. I just got to let my creativity come out. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I got to let the world know what I got going on, basically, because, exactly. you know, that is super awesome. And then so you started your professional career in a member of the Holland Boys Choir? Yeah. So how did that, I mean, how did you became one of those, like, became the member of, of that? Oh, man. So it was definitely an audition process that you had to go through. And you also had to have, you know, a great, um, great grades as well, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but before I was even introduced to the school, I used to go to the public library. This is when people used to go to the library. Um, I used to go to the library and just always look in the, the book for high schools and, like, you know, figuring out what school I wanted to go to. Mm-hmm. And this is before I was even able to go to high school. But I would just go and practice, you know, like filling out the applications, how to get there. It was like take the D train and this stop and then walk there. Like, you know, it was just ways you can get there, but I was just always preparing myself for that time. That time eventually came, and I want to say not too long before my audition, I had seen the Harlem Boys Choir um, on the Disney Channel with the Backstreet Boys. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, yo, that's the school I've been dying to go to. And it was just so inspiring at the time. I was a huge fan of the Backstreet Boys. They performed my favorite song as well with the Hall of Boys Choir. So I just was like, yo, this is destiny. Like, I got to go there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I went, um, took the train by myself, um, went downtown, well, went to Harlem. Um, at, the, at the time, I was living in the Bronx. Um, took the train to Harlem by myself, auditioned, and um, I made it through. And then from there, I just knew, like, okay, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life, you know? Yeah. It's the other black boys who are who's pursuing the same exact dream, like, this is what I want to do. And it really changed my entire life, honestly. That is awesome because you sound so, like, inspired in, in what you want to do. Like it's like yeah. an inspiration and a motivation that I can like I can hear it. It generates right through the phone. Like it generates because the thing about it is that I can feel it. Like this is your passion. This is what you want yeah. to do for the rest of your life. You know. Absolutely. And I know that you have done many performances, incredible performances throughout the years. And uh-huh. so you have done T V appearances and all this. So how did that come about? How do you become like, you know, doing all these performances? And then TV appearances. Man, honestly, 
I would say within doing it for so long, mm-hmm. I just really got to a point where I've been like, yo, just be prepared, right? Be ready for when they call. I just feel like, especially if it's something you really want to do, mm-hmm. like, you are going to prepare yourself, you know? And shout out to my team, 80 and the Tramp, like, so many opportunities and phone calls and things like that just happened by destiny, you know? Um, mm-hmm. Even... I can I can recall one time in particular I was at a studio recording a demo for a whole different artist and the guy asked me do I know how to sing without auto tune and I was like yeah absolutely and I cut these days everybody use auto tune. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. people really do not understand like without auto tune it is not easy. Like you have to sing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like breath control, all of those things really play a part. So, um, the next day he was like, Look, here's the address, go do some backgrounds with this artist. I get there and this thing is shaggy. And I'm Woo! like Shaggy oh. Right. Shaggy, right. Um, <laughs> all of those things where I'm just like, look, at the perfect time, perfect moment, I get these opportunities where, like, I'm just meeting a person and passing, and look how, you know, these opportunities are just falling. You know what I'm saying? Like, even with the ill times, look, as I just went on tour with them this time last year, and um, we opened up for New Kids on the Block, Salt and Pepper, Rick Ashley, and Vogue. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So I just feel like as I was saying, like, being prepared for these things, in my mind, obviously, you know, like, I'm like, I'm manifesting a tour, I'm manifesting being on TV and being a background vocalist, and even doing things on my own as an artist, like, doing the hard work, praying, and just manifesting these things, and like, I'm just grateful for every opportunity I have, and it reminds me that being in the Harlem Boys Choir, once again, really prepared me for all of these things. And you that's know what I'm saying? Yeah, oh. exactly. That's super awesome. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm just over here smiling, right? <laughs> because, oh, I love that. No, the yeah. reason why is because it's like, like you have this, like, humble demeanor, and you're just so blessed about everything. And God, they say that God gives you, once you're humble and you know exactly where you want to go, he gives you them blessings. And, and you're definitely on that way to meet higher things than you ever expected because you're just so humble and so inspiring. <laughs> like, I'm sitting here like, now what can I do next? You know what I mean? Know. And look, I, look, I appreciate that because I'm still like, well, what's next? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> exactly. I'm always thinking, like, how I can spread the gift and really inspire others as well. You know, like, I had, a, I had and still have a lot of amazing people so much and then I know that you've been working with like uh award winner producers and, and all that and then earlier you said you work with kids so what do you do with kids I'm actually a teacher okay um, I, teach, I teach dance and music yeah um in a bunch of public schools around New York I've been doing it for a very long time so um I'm just passing on all the gifts and gems you know that I got from the teachers who taught me you know? Oh wow, that's awesome! And the, I know yeah. the kids love you. They have to oh, love you. Man. You're probably like the coolest teacher of all, right? And they call me Mr. Cool, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They call me Mr. Cool. Yes, I love them too. Yes, yes definitely. most definitely. And then you have a a single out called Forever. 
Why do you choose that that title, and what does it mean to you? Oh man, Forever was a song that actually came about um, a few years ago, but mm-hmm. we released it. We we released it in 2020 during the pandemic. Um, it was it was just one of those songs where, like, as you heard it, it made you feel good. It made you like it reminded you of New York and how how it felt when it was hot outside. Unfortunately, but we was on lockdown at the time, but mm-hmm. um, it, uh, people still loved it. It touched a lot of people. I was able to film two two um, music videos during that time, an original um, video and an actual remix video. Then we also came out with an, an, a, a third part of it, which was a remix featuring AZ as well. So um, okay. it took on a life of its own, and it, it, it's still one of my favorite songs until this day. I released a bunch of other joints during that time as well. So um, I'm just happy that people are just really responding to it in a great way, especially during the time in 2020 when, you know, everything yeah. was like up in the air. So people are still rocking with it and, you know, playing it. So I'm happy about that. I love that song. Yeah, yeah. And, and what about Against All Odds? Oh, man, yeah. Against All Odds is a joint that um, I was able to perform on tour. Okay, um, okay. Yeah, yeah. It was one of those moments where, like, look, I feel like every artist has a moment of when the stadium is hanging along along with you and everybody had their lights in the air and their phone. Shout out to Phil Collins. I think it was a great... um, it was a great song choice to definitely show, like, what type of range I had. So, mm-hmm. like, glad we was able to get back off tour, re-record it, make a remix to it, put a video out as well. Like, I'm very happy about um, Against All Odds as well. Yeah, definitely, man. You we doing your thing. Out. Yeah, you yeah. doing your thing. And I just want to know one more song that I want to know about is Mind. So, <laughs> tell me about Mind. Like, that's a, a interesting title too. Mine, like you to me. I'm gonna tell you what it means to me. Okay, so the uh-huh. word mine means to me is that you're thinking about things that's going on, maybe, and that that you have a lot on your mind, basically. But you tell me what it means to you. All right, so mine is definitely one of those songs that I actually wrote on um, the end of the tour. I was actually inspired by Kenny Lattimore. He was mm-hmm. on a a podcast and he was talking about his song called Stay On My Mind. And look, I'm an R and B junkie so I like those like corny R and B titles and I wouldn't even say it's corny but it's like always on my mind. Um <laughs> I want you back. Um need you forever. Like, you know, I like those type of titles. Yeah. So um the song mine actually came about it's just one of those things where like yo it's this person you see you like and you just can't stop thinking about them you know what I'm saying and everything you do from the touch the smell um, how they dress everything reminds you of that person and you just can't get them off your mind so um it's it's actually right now one of my favorite songs because I can't believe like I play and I'm like yo these are actually my words and how I feel and how I felt in that moment, you know what I'm saying? So I love mine. Like, it's definitely one of my favorites right now, too. I'm glad you Yeah, that's what's up because, you know, sometimes when you see something that you've written and 
and everybody's singing it or some people are like, I, I love the way this lyrics is written and you did it, right? And yeah. so it makes you feel good because you're like, that. that's what I did. You know, like nobody can't tell me different. Everybody's singing my song. Everybody's like looking, listen to the lyrics and, and understand what I'm saying. You know, I'm speaking out loud, but only in my words, right? Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. That Definitely. Is, so if you could give someone advice right now and someone that's struggling and trying to become, you know, an artist or what, or a dancer or whatever, what kind of advice would you give them? Oh, man, I would say the best piece of advice I would say, honestly, is just do the work and do the homework as well, you know, um, stay ready, you know, it don't matter how many times people tell you no, or look, I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you, like, that's a topic that comes up all the time where, mm-hmm. like, people, oh, no, 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 honestly, people, um, people didn't tell me no, they just didn't respond or didn't answer, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying, but that can still mess with, you know, how you think about yourself or what have you. But 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 you just have to know and believe in yourself and know that you got it. Stay ready, stay ready all the time because yo, I can change in one phone call. Do do the work, work hard, and just stay ready. Like any field that you, any field you are preparing to be in, whether it's dance, music, or whatever, like. Be ready. Be ready. Be professional. You know what I'm saying? That is true because I think a lot of people hesitate to do what they love to do. And I mean, majority, I'm going to say 50 50. It might be a little bit more than 50 50. But a lot of people, they're afraid to step outside the box. They're so used to the norm that they're scared to step out the box because they're scared of rejection. You know? And anything that you do, if you get an immediate yes, then something is wrong because you know you have to you have to you know learn your craft you know you have to you have to keep you know it's like riding a bike keep continuing riding and riding and riding until you get it right and right. you're gonna fall but when you fall and you get back on and you ride really good it's perfect but I think a lot of people scared of rejection and that's why they don't step out the box and and become their best self. Yeah, and you also want that longevity, too, where, you know, like, okay, this is what I do. I know what I'm doing. Of course, yeah, I want to grow and learn and do more, but, like, you have to walk into a room and know, like, yo, this is what I do. And and, and if I'm being completely honest with you, I really didn't feel that way until, like, years down the line, like, years ago. Like, even that that day I was working with Sting and Shaggy, I'm a very reserved and quiet type of guy, you know what I'm saying? Like, I listen, I'm a sponge, I'm paying attention, and I'm doing all those things, and it wasn't that session, like... I was afraid of even speaking up, and I promise you that the time I spoke up, the entire room was like, okay, wow. Like, mm-hmm. he, he talking about, he know what he's doing, and I just was like, yo, what's the point of holding back when you know you know what you're doing? True, true. Yeah. I agree with you. As long as you know what you're doing, you know, everybody. And then you, you said that you was a quiet person, but when you talked up, everybody's looking at you like, oh, okay, he knows exactly what yeah, he's doing, like, where he's oh, going. He has a lot to say. Yeah, yeah, back up for a second. Let's listen to what yeah. he got to say. And then you and know I what? Love- I want to speak on when you say um, auto tunes, right? You said you have yeah, to learn yeah. how to sing and stuff like that. And nowadays, why do you think that people use those? Is it because they can't sing or because it's easier for them? 
I mean, um, auto-tune is definitely like a perk, right? And it's definitely one of those things where it does add a vibe and a, uh, a sense of like creativity. When you have auto-tune on your voice, it almost like transforms you to sound a different person, but there's also different spectrums of it too, where like if you put it on high blast or put it on really low, you know what I'm saying? It does help you with staying on pitch and staying on key, whatever. Mm -hmm. But I know that back in the day, and once again, this is what I mean about doing homework, like back in the 50s and the 40s and all of that, Mm -hmm. they did not auto-tune, and they did not have any takes, okay? Take one take, and I could, I could chop it up and put that there. They had to do the whole song straight through one time, and if it wasn't right, you got to do a different take, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, so I just feel like, for me, I want to always feel like I'm still keeping that sense of classic music and how it was made back then, but still infuse it with right now. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not against auto-tune at all. I actually don't mind a bit of auto-tune on the mic, but, like, it does add a bit of element to the auto-tune. It's people out there who go crazy with it. You be like, all right, sir, you don't know how to sing for real, for real. That is yeah. true though, cause, cause like, like sometimes you be listening to songs and stuff, and and you're like, okay, that's enough. Can we actually hear your uh, voice, please? And I'm gonna tell you something. I was listening to uh, Usher the other day. Uh-huh. You, you know that new song that he has out that he his his range is really high. I forgot the uh, name of the song. Yeah. yeah, I swear to God to you, Ryan, I love that song because it shows the range that he has in his voice. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I don't ever think that he used any auto tune. I don't know, but I think like his range of his voice is very beautiful. You yeah, know. It really is. It really like even even using the false pedal, people not doing that no more. You know what I'm saying? So I'm really happy that he's keeping that part of R and B alive where mm-hmm. no like you have to sing and use your diaphragm and breathe and really like it take it just takes a lot more than mm-hmm. having a dope TikTok, you know, or right. whatever. You right. Know what I'm like music it it takes a lot to actually sing. It's not easy. No. You know what I'm it's not, you know, I, I, I'm a I'm a bathroom singer. I'm in the shower trying to sing in the bathroom because I think it sounds better. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah. so I, I don't. You know what's the craziest thing? What? I do not sing in the shower. What? I do not sing in the shower. Oh God! I only do it because I be like, this sounds so good. <laughs> <laughs> get out and like oh god okay that's enough of me you know (laughs) so when if people want to contact you how can they contact you yes you can definitely find me on all social media platforms that i am ryan lane all one word and yeah dm me you know i'll be in the dms sometimes you know like i definitely like to interact with the fans and the people who definitely support me and you know talk back and let them know you know all the appreciation and gratitude i have so yeah definitely i am ryan lane everywhere 
Oh, wow. Awesome. I just want to say to you, Ryan, is that it's been a pleasure talking to you, and you are so inspiring and motivating, and you're just empowering. Like, you have it all because people like you is a reason why you're walking on this earth to help others, you know, and that's, that's a blessing for itself because everybody has a purpose on this earth. They just got to find what the purpose is. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I really believe in that. I really believe that we all have a purpose. Mm-hmm. It's really about like finding out what that purpose is and you know, we all we all had a moment mm-hmm. during the we all had a moment during the pandemic to really like have a seat and figure out what we wanted and who we were and what we was trying to do. You know what I'm saying? So I'm very happy I'm in this space right now where like I'm like, yo I'm 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 really like pursuing these dreams of mine and you know, I feel really good about it. And that's a good thing because you're supposed to feel good about whatever you do. And I'm telling you right now, if no one was thinking about what they was doing during the pandemic, something was wrong. But you had yeah. a whole year and a half to know what what you wanted to do, you know, yeah. in life. But, you know, some people are still trying to figure it out, you know. And sometimes you just have to step out that box and step out the box and look, you know. And ain't, ain't nothing wrong with that. It takes a lifetime to figure out who you are and you learn new things, you grow, you try new things. I'm not going to lie to you, like, even during the pandemic, I always was like, you know, I want to paint. I want to learn how to paint. <laughs> and I really got up and went went at an art store, uh-huh. bought me some easels and some canvas and some paint, and just started doing it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I got people DMing me about buying my art. Like, this is what I'm saying. Like, you just don't know. Just try it. You don't know. Exactly. I so agree with you, Ryan. Again, yes. Again, I just want to say thank you. And I want you to have a blessed, blessed day. And I know that you're going to, I'm going to see you. I'm going to be like, I know Ryan. I talk to him on my podcast. Look at Ryan. Look at Ryan do his thing. You know? Thank you so much. It was uh, it was really a pleasure speaking to you. Thank you. You're welcome. God bless you. All right, you too. All right, bye. All right.